Jesus Christ is coming. At any moment, we may find ourselves in eternity. In the next to the last book of the Bible, we are given principles that will help us live in the last days. Join Scott Pauley now as we study the book of Jude together. There are some people in our world, and frankly, some people even in churches, who love to fight. They always want to be in some argument or some debate. Well, I want you to know that the Lord Jesus was gentle. Now, the Bible says that He was meek and He was lowly. He was kind. He was tender. And the fight that He was engaged in was not against uh, those that He needed to help and needed to encourage. Rather, the fight He was engaged in was against the devil and those who were the devil's instruments. It's very important that we remember that. Now, the book of Jude is a book about contending for the faith. As a matter of fact, if you had to pick one verse and say the whole book kind of revolves around this verse, it would be this verse Jude, verse 3 that we've just studied. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Now, we've talked about that verse, but we've come in our study to Jude, verse 8 and verse 9. Listen to these verses. Likewise also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignities. Yet Michael, the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, durst not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, the Lord rebuke thee. I've marked in my Bible, in Jude verse 3, contend for the faith. And in verse 9, when contending with the devil. I'm afraid too often we've thought that contending for the faith meant that we had to fight against another Christian. But the Scripture is very clear in the same passage, using the same word, contend, uh, that when you're contending for the faith, the one you're contending with is the devil. When you're fighting for the Lord, your enemy's Satan. When you're standing for the truth, the opposition is going to come from the wicked one. Uh, you know, spiritual conflict today is more intense than ever. And uh, I'm just going to tell you, if you're going to take a stand for right, if you're going to hold to truth, the devil's not going to like it. But I'll remind you something we said the other day, and that is that the battle is fiercest just before it's finished. Friends, it's almost over. As a matter of fact, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but later in this same book, in verse 14, we read this beautiful words, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousands of His saints. Uh, I tell you, we're on the winning side. The Lord Jesus is coming. Soon, this battle is all going to be over. But until then, you're going to have to contend with the devil. I want to give you a few reminders for the front lines. You see, if you're going to go after souls, if you're going to take a stand for truth and righteousness, you're going to have to remember some things because you're going to be in the hot part of the battle. There's an illustration given to us that I think is very insightful. In verse number 9, the Bible refers to Michael the archangel. And what was he contending with the devil about? He was contending with the devil about the body of Moses. You remember in Deuteronomy verse 34, Moses dies. He dies there on... Pisgah, Mount Nebo, looking over into the promised land, and God buries him. 
Uh, the Bible says no man knows the place of his burial until this day. I've been in that mountain range, looked over into the promised land uh, from somewhere near where Moses must have looked over. Uh, there is a, uh, a group of people there who think they know where Moses was buried and they charge you about $10 a head to get in to see it. But other than them, no one knows the place of his burial to this day. And uh, yet this is the thing that really has spoken to me. You know, the devil fought Moses all through his life. Imagine how much spiritual opposition Moses must have experienced leading millions of people through the desert, trying to fulfill what God gave him to do, attempting him, fighting against him. And yet, did it ever dawn on you that he fought the man of God all the way to his death? The man's dead, and the devil wants his body? I want to say to you today that the devil's going to fight you to the very end. Now, if you think the battle's going to get easier as you get older, you're going to be very disappointed. As a matter of fact, it may intensify. Many of the older people, faithful soldiers of the Lord, Lord that I've talked to, have said to me, the battle in some ways rages hotter than ever. Why is that? Because the devil, who is the Lord's enemy, is going to fight those who are faithful to the Lord to the very end. Some Bible teachers believe that the devil wanted the body of Moses to use it against the children of Israel, perhaps even to make an idol out of it, to get them to worship him instead of Moses' God. I don't know the thought behind it. I only know that there was a spiritual battle here with the devil and that there are some things we must remember, some secrets, some truths that God gives us from this example. Uh, let's begin here today. First of all, if you're going to live on the front lines and you're going to contend for the faith, first you're going to have to remember who the devil is. Who is the devil? Well, he is the Lord's enemy. He is the opposer of all that God is doing in this world. He is an adversary of the work of the Lord. And I would point out to you that his primary targets are those who are on mission for God. Look, who was Moses? He was the Lord's man. He was the Lord's servant. So the devil's against him. Who is Michael the archangel? Michael the archangel is simply the Lord's messenger. And uh, it's interesting, but all through Scripture, anyone that's being used of God to accomplish something for the Lord's glory, the devil is going to fight. Now, don't let that surprise you. Let me give you another example of this. In 1 Chronicles chapter 21, uh, we don't go to Chronicles very often perhaps, which is unfortunate because all of this is written for our examples. But in 1 Chronicles chapter 21 and verse number 1, we read these words, And Satan stood up against Israel and provoked David to number Israel. So they've just had a great victory. Uh, the giants fell in Gath. And at that moment, the devil starts fighting. I tell you, every time there's blessing, every time there's victory, the battle comes again. Satan stands up against all of Israel, but how does he do it? He stands up against Israel by provoking David, the king of Israel, to number Israel. I want to tell you, it's not just about you. It's about God's work in this world. The devil doesn't just want you. He wants your whole family. He wants your country. He wants your church. So when he stands up in the life of one man, he's trying to defeat and distract and discourage many others. As a matter of fact, if you read the rest of that story in David's life, 70,000 men are going to die because David yielded to Satan's temptation. I want you to remember that this is not just about you. Remember who the devil is. He is the one 
who is standing against God. And that his primary objective is not simply to hurt you, it's to grieve God. Honestly, do we think we're that important? It's not that we're that important, it's that we are that important to God. And when, God forbid, we listen to the devil, we hurt the heart of the God who loves us so very much that he gave his son for us. Uh, skip down to verse 15 in the book of Jude. The Bible says, The Lord's coming to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they've ungodly committed and of all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken, here are the key words, against him. You know what's ungodly? Anybody or anything that stands against God because that's the devil's work. You remember that today. Don't let yourself to be a mouthpiece for the devil. Don't let yourself become a, a tool that the enemy can use against the Lord. Remember who the devil is and remember who your great God is. Contend for the faith and contend with the devil. On the edge of eternity, what matters most is knowing Christ and living for Him. For more information and additional Bible studies, visit us online at scottpauley.org. Thank you for enjoying the journey with us as we travel through the Word of God.